All right. Well, while we begin, I just want to say, just for the record, um, uh, welcome to the show, number one. Number two, uh, fuck fire ants. Now, why do I say that? I say that because my, at the moment, my entire foot up to my uh, fucking upper thigh is covered in fire ant bites. And I know what you're thinking. Michael, you're a educated young man. How did you end up in such a situation that your entire leg is consumed by fire ant bites? So let me tell you. I uh, met up with some of my old Marines this weekend I served with uh, a while ago, and we got really, really drunk, and then uh, we wanted to wrestle, as you do, and uh, so we went in my backyard, and we wrestled, and uh, at the time, I didn't feel it because I was just too busy whooping that ass, number one, but number two, I, uh, (laughs) yeah, I woke up, and I was just covered in fucking fire ant bites, and so now my leg is just... Yeah, if this were the olden times, we'd have to amputate it. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to start the show by saying, uh, fuck fire ants. So speaking of Marines, <laughs> uh, I have the honor and the privilege uh, this week to give you an interview with Shannon Louise. Shannon Louise is a Marine Corps veteran, uh, served as an artillery cannoneer, MOS 0811. Uh, she did four years and one deployment in her time in. And during the end of her service, she decided to start a nonprofit called the Happy Bean Project, which is an outreach program that provides uh, clothes, coffee, and other stuff to homeless uh, here in the Houston area where she currently lives. She's also the CEO of Coffee and Hot Teas and the shop Call Me Mommy Project. So she's got a lot going on. So I appreciate her sitting down with me and giving me her a few minutes of her valuable time. Um, yeah, I don't believe she has any fire ant stories, but... Uh, she she talked about her time in service, uh, starting a nonprofit, and some other misadventures she's found herself in since leaving service. So, without any further ado, here's Shannon. So, Shannon. Hey. I <laughs> uh, retried. <laughs> um, first off, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Uh, could you explain to the listeners where we are right now? Because this is a very unique setup for my podcast when I usually do it from my couch. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you've upgraded. Yeah, I have. <laughs> just for this episode. <laughs> just for you. That's right. Um, we're in like a weird conference room mm-hmm. area in my apartment. They mm-hmm. have what's what we call it the level nine. <laughs> we're like, let's go to level nine. That's, That's right. like where all the fun stuff happens. The shit goes down to level nine. Yes. Okay. Actually for real. Oh really? Does. Yeah. This is like where everybody comes to party and stuff. Are too. you serious? Yeah. Wow, I need to move here. Dude, you're welcome to come. Like <laughs> I'll tell you anytime level we have nine. parties. <laughs> just, just text me level nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you already that'll know. That'll be the, what is that thing? Speakeasy code. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Shit. I got a place to go now. So perfect. Uh, yeah. Thanks again for doing the show. Um, we have a lot to talk about with you. Uh, first thing, uh, you are a Marine Corps veteran. Yes. Um, and you were artillery, correct? Yes. Okay. So how was that being a male dominated field, being a woman in artillery? Not a lot of you. Yeah, not a lot of us at all. Mm-hmm. Very, uh, yeah, there's just three, three to be oh, wow. okay. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So it was different. Sure. Yeah, it was um, definitely different. At first, it was probably the worst thing ever. I mean, nobody wanted us there at all. Mm-hmm. I still, I mean, they didn't want any new people there, though. That's just the Marine Corps. Yeah. yeah. They, they don't like the boots and they that don't like the new guys. Yeah. Even exactly. Everybody is at some point, but yeah, they don't like it. So. Yeah. Like I still remember the very first day that I arrived, 
I'm like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, school's done, boot camp's done, like my life is gonna be good now. Yeah. You know, you think like the fleet is gonna be it's like you think it's like the grass is greener right, on the better course, s- yeah. other side. So I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to the fleet and then there's this guy. I'm not gonna say his name. Mm, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're already there. <laughs> but he brought us into the barracks, which I and anybody who is stationed in Camp Lejeune knows mm-hmm. that it's like just mold yeah it's like, just mold yeah exactly. literally there's no walls yeah. it's just mold 100 <laughs> percent, yes and they're actually doing it this is a rabbit hole sorry but okay. they're actually doing like a lawsuit against camp lejeune i keep seeing it on tv oh really yeah because the water well i remember that lawsuit's been going on for a long long time oh it has there's been confirmed cancer cases from the water from going back to like 2003 really yeah, okay so. I d- i'm seeing it every single day on like yeah, TV. Make, sure, make sure you fucking fill that shit in if you drank the water at no all, camp you lejeune, have to be older oh do you yeah it's only from uh fuck i forget the dates but I think it ends at 87. So wasn't even born. Okay. Yeah, we're we automatically cool. don't qualify. <laughs> <Fuck that. Okay. laughs> they supposedly fixed the water by the time we were there. But. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, so yeah, you were saying checked into the mold. <laughs> yeah, checked into the mold and sitting with all the new boots. We're mm-hmm. just like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is not better at all. <laughs> and we have this guy that looks like I don't even know how to explain what he looks like, but hillbilly would be the word that comes to mind that makes he's an infantry well artillery marine so yeah hillbilly makes sense yeah and he was like all right y'all i got a question for you and we're like yes corporal all that bullshit (laughs) (laughs) and he's like are you all homosexuals? Oh, wow. Like straight up oh, off wow. the fucking bat my first night there. Wow, are you sure um, it wasn't the Navy? Because <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't the Navy. It was the Marine Corps. <laughs> and then we're like, uh, no, Corporal. I mean, me, I'm bisexual, but I'm not going to fucking tell this. Sure, what a weird dude. thing yeah. to brag. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, no, Corporal. And he's like, are any of y'all Muslim? I'm like, wow. what the fuck? Yeah. The, where am I? Like, I obviously know that this is not an appropriate question to sure, ask. Sure, yeah. And I'm older. At the, like, even then, I was older compared to everybody yeah, else. Yeah. So I really knew, like, this is not normal <laughs> discussion. Yeah. But apparently in the military, it is. So uh, Sure, I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah, apparently to this guy, who's now a cop, of course. Well, of course he is. Of course <laughs> he had to go become a cop and uh, make that fucking name even worse, which I, I love that. cops. So what would you say when he asked these absurd questions? Oh, we just like, no corporal, no corporal, all that bullshit. Now, yeah. obviously, who I am now, I would have right. fucking said something. Of course. Yeah, yeah. I was my first day. Yeah. Like, in the same day, right when we got there, the girl that we were with, they trashed her room. She's under 18. Okay. They trashed her room with beers to try to make it look like she had been underage drinking in her barracks That's room. usually like something you do to punish somebody who was underage drinking and got caught. No, um, it was like, or she was only there for a week. And then we and they did. They try to frame her. Pretty much. Yeah. Why? Because we think that it was just because they didn't want women in sure in that okay. MOS. But oh, who okay. fucking knows why? They yeah, did yeah. But so that had already happened, and then mm. now I have this corporal guy asking me if I'm a homosexual or Muslim, right. and like we're all like, no, corporal. And he's like, well, good because you fucking are. I'm making jokes about it all the time, and I don't want to fucking get in trouble because you're boot ass and like. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. God, I miss the Marine Corps. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. No, it, it. I mean, it's not funny, but it's also so funny because while that is a very upsetting and cringy story, I believe it 100. percent You know what I mean? Like, yes. it's very few organizations can you work in and for that 
you hear a story like that and you go, oh yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> right? Yeah, like so, it's totally believable oh because it God, is believable. so crazy. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so you hung out with homosexuals and Muslims and uh, <laughs> closeted clearly. Yeah. And uh, so you did uh, a deployment, right? Yeah. I went to, um, well, we were on the 22nd Mew. Oh, okay, nice. I did. I did the twenty second mute too. Oh, okay. back back in the day. Yeah, I'm cool. much. I'm a thousand years old. But go ahead. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> I am. I am. <laughs> How old are you actually? I forget. This isn't about me, Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> this so, is my podcast now. Yeah, exactly. Taking yeah, you're taking over. Um, no. So did twenty second mute. You guys did Libya, I believe. No, we went to Syria. Syria. That's right. And then that's right. Well, so Italy. Okay, I'm trying to remember the order. Yeah. Yeah. Italy. Kuwait, obviously. Right. Syria, Kuwait, Jordan. Stuck on ship. Yeah, of course, yeah. Because one ship got the mumps. Really? Yes. Like the outdated disease? <laughs> yeah. Like straight up got the mumps. <laughs> so they, I felt so bad for them, dude. They were stuck on ship the entire time. <laughs> like no joke. <laughs> so you took us back to like the 1930s with the hate speech to begin <laughs> and then yes. now we're back in like the 1700s with the fucking mumps well that's <laughs> the whole thing with the military in general is yeah. it's stuck in the fucking past that's oh we, we're not going down that rabbit hole <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no that's so so <laughs> that's the first time i ever heard that so the ship was underway somebody got the mumps which is a serious disease super serious and they just like kept everybody on board to yes. contain the mumps that's the so entire wild. time that's so i wasn't on that oh ship oh my god oh so they didn't make port at all no, really? they didn't get any fun. Like they did not get to drink one beer. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel so bad for oh them. Oh my God. So there are Marines and sailors out there who went underway with a 22nd Mew and just for their deployment, they got the mumps yeah. <laughs> and that's it. That's horrible. We're sending you sympathy now. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you, li- if you're a listener, just know, I hope your mumps got better. Cause that's wild. That's fucking wild. I don't know. I, I think I looked it up at the time, but I've already forgotten sure. what the symptoms are. Right. But it's, the word itself sounds horrible. Well, it is horrible. Because, again, the mumps is a very serious disease, but also something that was contained, like, back, back in the day. So for the military to contract it on a naval ship just sounds about right. But <laughs> Somebody gets the fucking mumps. So it's like, oh, it, we got the mumps and the captain has scurvy. Like, it's just the oldest disease. Yes. That's so fucking wild. <laughs> yep. I mean, were you on... So when you were on ship, did... The toilets get clogged up every oh, all the time. Okay. Um, constantly. And then also those pipes that say don't hang on. That's where me and the Marines would do pull-ups because oh. that's what we just had nothing to do. So pipes were always busted from pull-ups and toilets were always clogged for just from everything, really. Um, we'd have dudes flush like paper towels and uh, there was like a shower shoe in there one time. Like as you know, Marines are savages, especially when they're bored. So yes. it's the worst thing to do is have a bored Marine on a ship that needs to run to make everybody happy. So yeah, toilets were always clogged. Uh, so in the, even in the female birthing, toilets were always clogged. Oh yeah. It was, <laughs> and every time it would hit a wave, obviously yeah. where does all that go? Oh, that's all the over worst. the walls. So no wonder why things like mumps are happening. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that. Oh my God. <laughs> That's so funny. We, we, you did unlock a core memory I forgot I had because that was the only deployment I've done that was like had to do with a Navy ship. So uh, that was my Navy experience, really. And I remember every time, I'm sure it's the same for y'all, but you would take a shower, but every time the ship would rock, the water in the other shower would come over and it's like, I'm not, I'm never clean no. because I'm f- covered in dirty water and they're dirty feet. Like it's, 
yeah. horrible. Yeah, join the and, Navy. Uh, I mean, <laughs> the things are so bad on ship. I personally love ship. But sure. I love ship life. I like okay. small spaces. Oh, okay. Which is really strange. I don't sure. know very many people who like small spaces, but I was a flight attendant before being in the military, so I was already okay. used to small spaces already. Mm-hmm. And I just love it. Like, I feel so cozy. You're I don't so know. Safe. Yeah, I feel safe. Everybody, <laughs> and I don't really mind, like, idle time. I'm really good with thinking of things to do. Like, yeah. I was writing a book while I was deployed okay. on ship and just always working out or, you know, going and hanging out with people. I, there were, I was really big on making sure to go and, like, get a group of people and we would go do whatever activities. I was, like, the activity. Oh, oh you were that I'm one. I'm, like, yeah, the exactly. nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> you're the worst. <laughs> so. <laughs> Some people from our apartment are giving a tour, so we're oh, perfect. saying hi. <laughs> it's a public area. Um, okay, so did that deployment, uh, was that the only deployment during your time? Yeah, that okay. was the only deployment that I went on. And, oh, I have to just say this story. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Because it's so crazy. Like, I <laughs> think for people, some people's ship was so bad that this guy lit himself on fire <laughs> with hand sanitizer. <laughs> And I'm sorry that I'm laughing, but like it was a big fucking deal. Like everybody, you know how on ship every world word travels so fast. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So literally two minutes after it happened, I oh my god! Like, did you hear like the guy that lit himself on fire with the fucking hand sanitizer? And it's just that just shows people's headspace on ship. So okay, so <laughs> so much happened on this deployment. So the guy, so he lit himself on fire with just out of boredom, or I like, have, I want to say out of boredom. Okay, he so, was an O three eleven. Oh well, known then we're done. Yeah. <laughs> Conversation's over. Yeah, if he was a grunt, of course he lit himself on fire. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, easy enough. Um, I assume he's okay now, though. Oh, I don't even know who he is. <laughs> I just know this story. I'm, I'm hope he's okay. I guess. I mean, Jesus. Hopefully, he doesn't have third degree burns. It turns out that is. Uh, our buddy Zach, veteran with a sign. <laughs> That's his claim to fame. That's his next sign. Exactly. Don't use hand sanitizer on ship. You heard it, Zach. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, so you do you go underway, 22nd Mew. Uh, you hit all those places on deployment. And then I think, I believe, I don't know. I don't know your timeline. I'm just making this all up. But I believe you started your first kind of uh, company while deployed or at least thought it up. Yes. Okay, so and that one was Happy Bean, correct? Yes. So tell us all about that. So, like I said, I was writing a book while I was deployed, and then I also had a lot of free time. So, I was thinking of, like, things, because I knew I wasn't going to stay in the military. So, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I need to fucking think of something to do when I get out of this shithole. Yeah. And in the military is where I really noticed, um, first of all, my own mental health issues, and then also a lot of other people's mental health issues. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And it just really like hit me that I need to be doing something that involves helping people with mental health. And then I'm really not, I mean, I hate, I always say I'm like not that smart and people get so mad at me because <laughs> I'm, I am smart. I'm just not, I don't have a good memory. Mm. So I would say I'm pretty intelligent, especially like street smarts, talking with people, you know, all that. And then I always got A's and B's in school. But because I have such a shitty memory, that's always held me back in everything. And so I always have to put in like five times the amount of work. So I wanted to do something that was 
fairly easy, but mm-hmm. also going to feel because the whole reason I joined the Marine Corps in the general was to have a purpose. Yeah. So I wanted to do something out of the Marine Corps that would still make me feel like I was actually doing something with a purpose. Okay. So that's why I chose the happy bean. And I swear like how I thought of the happy bean was through dreams. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and that actually has happened with me in all of my businesses. It wasn't the medication they gave you to go overseas? No. <laughs> <laughs> it may have been. They, I didn't get any of the good medication until oh, okay. I was out of the military. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you, well, I, you were a barista before, right? Yeah. Like when I was jumps. 16. Oh, okay. So you had uh, familiarization with coffee and how to prepare and stuff like that. I remember when I got my espresso machine, you were the first person I texted. I was like, how the fuck do I use this thing? Yeah, it's um, kind of a so little it is complicated. I, I figured out I'm perfect at it. But, uh, Whoa, <laughs> yeah, you're hired. No <laughs> you can come work at Coffee and Hot Teas. <laughs> <laughs> we'll plug that next. But um, So you had had this uh, past experience with being a barista, and so you kind of dream up this thing to help people. Um, how does it come from a dream to kind of reality? Because you were still deployed. Obviously, you had your job to do and you had a million other things going on, but like you stuck with this idea of like that. Was it always called the Happy Bean or? Yeah, the Happy Bean Project. Okay. Well, originally it was called the Happy Bean Coffee Shop. Okay. And then when I wanted it to become a nonprofit, I changed it from coffee shop to project. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, But yeah, so I would have like a dream wake up and I would just start writing out all the plans. Okay. So I guess... Everybody's like, oh, do you have a business plan? I would say, no, I don't have an official business plan. I've Mm -hmm. never had an official business plan for any of my businesses. But in a way, yes, because as ideas come to me, I start writing them down and then they just all come together. That's a business plan. Yeah. (laughs) By definition. I feel like when people are like, oh, I can't start yet until I have a business plan. It holds so many people back. That's true. And that's like the main thing I've really noticed on when people don't start businesses because they're like, oh, I got to wait for this. I got to wait to do my business plan i gotta wait till i get my finances mm. i had no fucking money yeah yeah zero yeah. dollars i you mean you know the, yeah exactly yeah. i mean i did have some deployment money obviously but not near as much as you would think it would no need not to at all start a, start a business fuck yeah. no yeah okay so you do that and when does it start from pen to paper like from dream to pen to paper when does it start becoming like a real thing you start pushing out coffee and products and events and all that stuff obviously you get back from deployment yes and you just becomes the passion project so how does it grow organically to what it is today okay so right when we got back from the deployment well i had a really i still to this day my best friend in the military was his last you know we call each other by last name so his yeah. last name was Gar- garcia mm-hmm. and uh me and him we were like okay let's just fucking do this you know and so I started selling right when I got back from deployment, I started selling coffee bags online. Okay. And dude, like I'm telling you, I would get off work, which, you know, the military, you either get off at like <laughs> 10 in the morning, yeah, exactly. but then are just told to sit in your barracks room for yeah. like eight hours. Sit in the mold for six hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or you don't get off until like four or five yep. actually working. Mm-hmm. So it's just up and down. Yeah. So the days that they would tell us like, just go hang out in your barracks room for eight hours or whatever, nothing to do. Mm-hmm. I would be messaging every single follower that I had. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm starting this coffee project. This is in this. Um, please help me. And got a lot of support from that. Yeah. So that's that's the way it actually came to life because a lot of people were buying coffee. Yep. But it just really goes to show it's what, how much you put out because obviously as soon as I stopped sending those emails, the coffee online by then we had an actual location oh okay so i didn't really have to send out emails like that anymore but now we don't get online orders anymore so your first location yeah was in jacksonville north carolina 
No. Okay. No, our first location is Lake Jackson, Texas. Oh, you're, oh, because your first one here. Okay. Yeah. So that brought you here to Texas then. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So it was a hustle. I mean, starting a nonprofit, people think start a nonprofit is a business. First of all, mm-hmm. it's just instead of the money going towards the business, the money goes towards helping others. Yeah, of course. So you have to pretty much run it exactly like a business, except for a few like different things like getting grants. Yeah. Um, you don't do that in a business. And then obviously your taxes, which is basically the government helping you right out financially for the work that they're not doing. So have you seen, so now you've moved from Lake Jackson to Houston proper. Have you seen it like continue to grow from what it used to be? Um, the happy bean. Yeah. Yeah. So we have grown a lot. We raised a uh, hundred thousand dollars last year Nice. and we're projected to raise, I think 170 this year. Okay. We did die down the last couple months Okay. because we looked at last year and it was same school being out, but I think this year it's even worse because of the recession. Okay. Like yeah, I feel like coffee sure. is kind of one of those things that I guess some people are okay with giving up, which why? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just, don't yeah. give that up I it keeps gonna, you going i was gonna say you probably went down because it's so fucking hot here and nobody wants to drink coffee yeah <laughs> so. well iced coffee we and blended oh, we go. do blended drinks okay, like sure. we're starbucks yeah exactly like, yeah we have everything that starbucks makes but yeah. i personally like starbucks so i can't even sure. talk yeah, yeah, crap yeah, about yeah. them but yeah. they're just like share some of the fucking pot <laughs> you know like they have a one on every single corner i'm like leave some room for some other coffee shops <laughs> like i think you guys are good already so if, <laughs> that's true <laughs> well they've really cornered that market but so if you were gonna like elevator pitch the happy bean project how would you describe it to people who don't know okay so simple is we go every two weeks and we bring coffee, clothing, and food to the homeless. Yeah. And our main focus are homeless with mental health issues. Okay. And we always need volunteers. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's it. Okay, yeah. So, it's uh, super simple. So for, for that project, where can they f- just happybeanproject.com? Yeah, they can donate at the happybeanproject.com or it, this is where it gets a little confusing oh, for shit. some people. <laughs> so just get ready. <laughs> I'm listening. If you get coffee from us, mm-hmm. it's a donation. Okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's like oh, so that hard for no. people to comprehend, but it's a donation because all of our profits are donations. Even when people go through our coffee shop mm-hmm. and like pretend you're going through Starbucks and you get your coffee, it's a donation. It's not you getting your coffee. So you, right. you can write that off at the end of the year, which oh, I know nice. is another thing that okay. nobody fucking gets or no, understands, no. but <laughs> it's basically you'll get a percentage of what you paid back. Okay. That's is nice. It, I like it. No, we're good. No, we're good. Yeah. yeah. But if it Don't wasn't recording no, the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're fine. Uh, so okay, so good. So you happy being projects going well? Um, I see you post about it all the time. I think it's great what you're doing, um, especially here in Houston. I mean, Texas proper at all. The homeless situation is bananas. So. I still feel so bad for what I did. To I you. wasn't gonna bring it up, but <laughs> if you okay. want to tell my listeners what you did to me, so thank goodness for Mike here because <laughs> without him, we wouldn't have our volunteer group chat, which I found was very important to have There you go. because me, I'm such a spaz. And when I get to the event, I just start passing out clothes to mm-hmm. all the homeless. And I don't think about like all the people that are coming to meet. True. <laughs> so she doesn't. I left him stranded. He mm. was literally waiting for the event to start in the gas station. Mm-hmm. For what, an hour? Yeah, about an hour, yeah. An hour. Mm-hmm. And then 
finally the event was over and I looked at my phone and I saw like, Hey, I'm here. (laughs) 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 I was like, but I mean, honestly, Thank you for that happening because now we have a really good, efficient group chat. Oh, thank God. Yeah. And nobody ever gets left behind now. Oh, thank God. Well, I'm glad I could fall on that grenade for everybody. Yeah. Thank you very uh, much. That was funny. Like, you obviously felt very bad, and I could tell you were in work mode and stuff, so I didn't take two personally, but you literally, like, pulled up next to me. You're like, I'm so sorry. Here's a shirt. <laughs> I gave him a shirt. <laughs> like, Here's a fucking shirt. And I was like, oh, thanks. I wear it all the time. I cherish it. Okay. Um, can you right, sleep so, with it at night? Yeah, every night, yeah. I put it on my dog. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah. So happy being projects going well. That's great. So, uh, but you have more than one business you're doing, especially out here in Houston. So let's talk about the expansion. What else are you doing out here? Yeah. So the happy bean project is amazing and it helps other people, but I personally, I could grow that right now and take more money off of it and pay myself, mm-hmm. which a lot of people that run nonprofits do pay themselves. Sure. And actually big nonprofits, they get paid quite a bit, Okay. which I personally don't like. Um, I honestly never really wanted the Happy Bean Project to be my main source of income. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted it to be like strictly a project to help others. Yeah. And obviously it's a lot of work, so yeah. I have to pay myself a little bit for the amount of work that it goes into it. But I never wanted to like profit myself off of it yeah um or like have it be my livelihood and so when I went through a separation um with my ex I was kind of like fuck right like I was literally got food stamps for the first time in my life Mm. um was on you know minimum weight like the welfare thing I, I was just stressed out and then I had to get a car. So I sold my car and donated that all to the Happy Bean Project. Oh, wow. But then when I went through the separation, I didn't have a car or a place to live. So I was like, okay, what else am I good at? I tried applying for school mm-hmm. at a Houston um, University. And they didn't accept me. Oh, wow. I don't know why. Any reason why? I they, have no idea. Like, nah. I have college transcripts with great grades. I'm, I, I'm yeah, I thought you were a student military. before. Yeah. Oh, I literally have no idea. I guess it takes a couple times of applying to them. Uh, I don't I know. Plenty of people got, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't know. I swear I'm not holding anything back. I don't have a background. Like there was nothing that. What did you do sense. to them? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't go and like trash their school or exactly. anything. All right. Okay. So you applied, didn't get in. Uh, you kind of uh, are just, you know, Trying to get through a day to day. New mom, new brand mom. New yeah, mom. right. I was gonna say you had a daughter at that point. Yes. So, so uh, I I was trying to weigh my options. If 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 I bring my daughter to daycare and go work a forty hour a week job, all the forty hour a week job money is gonna mm-hmm. go to her daycare. Of course, yeah. And then I'll never see her. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I want to get a job where I can work from home. Mm-hmm. I kind of like tried to apply for a bunch of jobs, but I, it was already like time was up. Yeah. Like I needed money like yep. at the end of the day. So I started, ba- I went back to my roots. So I'd been a model, a lingerie model when I was young, right. like before the military, I was a personal trainer and a model mm-hmm. and I made pretty good money off of it. So I was like, okay, like I'm old now, <laughs> but like a lot of these girls are doing it and I think I can do it. Oh, you're fine. You're just in your sixties. You're fine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, mo- like especially back in the day, 
in the modeling, it was like really you had to be super skinny and super young yeah. to make it. Uh, true, yeah, yeah. And now the world's changed, thank goodness. So now true. it's much more adaptable to like get into that industry. Mm-hmm. And so I just started taking pictures of myself and saying like, hey, if you want a picture of me, uh, it's called a screensaver. <laughs> you can save it on your phone and, <laughs> and I will fucking be so happy. Yeah, yeah. And I, it blew up. Like good, I, I made so much money that of course, month. Like yeah. it was insane. I was like, okay. Yeah. I was, I was honestly not expecting it. Yeah. And um, then my Venmo got shut down. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I guess you can't make that much money on Venmo so or Vin- PayPal. Both my Venmo, because they're owned by the same company. Oh. So Venmo and PayPal shut me down completely. So like even if you had like a nine to five job, like if you for some reason had your paycheck going into them, they'd shut it down? I have no idea. That's interesting. They I didn't shut know me that. down and I like, I could show you the email after this. I mean, probably not. <laughs> just no, I'm just going to. I don't know why I said that. I'm just going to leave after this. <laughs> <laughs> but basically the email is like, we're not going to tell you why we're shutting you down, but oh. we're shutting you down. Like, I swear I have some weird things happening to me, like with the school <laughs> thing and then yeah. the Venmo thing. I have weird life obstacles that mm-hmm. I've always had to overcome that I think most people would think are kind of weird. Yeah, you're doing well. Don't worry like, about it. Like, who's yeah. Venmo? I don't know anybody else's fucking Venmo that's ever I've been I've never shut even down. heard of that. <laughs> yeah, okay. ever. So Wait. why am I? I yeah, don't know. Yeah. Okay, so they shut that down um, because you were making too much That's money. what I think. That's so weird. Because I wasn't paying. You know how you can transfer and pay a fee? Yes. Or you can just transfer and in not pay a, a fee in and a wait. Yeah, yeah. I was hitting the wait because oh. I was already bringing in money. So I'm like, I'm just going to wait. I'm not paying their fee. So I think I wasn't paying the fee too much. You got to play the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So Cash App now is what I use. Okay. If you want to yeah, 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 for yeah. some <laughs> screensavers. <laughs> and I do pay the fee. Yeah, so right. yay, it's, yeah. it is what it well, is. Well, thank God for Cash App. Okay. So you, start, so you pick back up modeling. It's going very well. Yes. Uh, where did the idea for coffee and hot teas come from? So that came from, I was making pretty good money and I'm like, you know, I need to invest. Yeah. You know, and um, I, 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 this modeling thing is great, but it's not a long-term thing. Sure. So I wanted to get something like that would be financially stable, like the modeling thing, but it will be long-term and then use that money and go grow the happy bean. That's okay. kind of like the plan. Yeah, okay. But, um, so yeah, that's how it started. And I was like, you know what? This modeling thing is going pretty good. Maybe I should make it w- with models, like right. running the coffee shop. Mm-hmm. But like, p- we'll make it a little more, because they're, I will, I will, well, <laughs> I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> a little spaz. Whew. <laughs> 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 Anyway, yeah, yeah, no, she just <laughs> fell out of her chair. Bananas. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck just happened. <laughs> um, I grew up in Washington, where in Washington, bikini baristas are like a huge thing. Oh yeah, that's right. Yep. So I mean, so I've heard. I don't fucking <laughs> <laughs> dude. It's yeah. awesome. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> no, you gotta go like to just, Washington just, just for that. Just for that. I'm on a plane. Let's go. <laughs> but they wear pretty close to nothing and mm-hmm. i'm like uh texas is pretty conservative yeah. i don't know if i could really get away with all that so i was like pinup is more conservative so yeah. we were like more classy okay but we're like the perfect mix of classy and trashy okay that's that's kind of the deal that's where i live my life so i, <laughs> yeah. I can appreciate it's that. a good yeah. balance <laughs> yeah and um yeah so of course there's a million obstacles with that so we have the van 
we have the location. Mm-hmm. We have the coffee. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> we have the staff. I have me and another girl that's an army vet. Mm-hmm. Um, she's going to help. And she's, dude, the way we met was crazy. Like, yeah. she already has experience opening mobile coffee shops. Oh, okay. And then she's a military veteran as well. Perfect. And she just reached out to me and she's like, hey, I want to help you open your coffee shop. I, I was like, dude, I need help opening it. So great. <laughs> and so Interesting, her yeah. name's Emily. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Emily. Cause she's an amazing person. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so we're gonna, we're gonna open, I'm going to illegally. <laughs> okay. I don't want to, I shouldn't say this. I'm going to work farmer's markets until I get my permit. Okay. That's not illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I think you still need a permit to do farmer's markets, but ah, like okay, no one so really checks. That. Nobody cares. Yeah. yeah. But my, my, the city of Houston is not giving me my permit. Oh, okay. It's another weird thing. Like okay. I'm telling you, I do have these weird hiccups. Like they're literally not getting back to me to schedule the inspection. Mm-hmm. I have had a location. We're ready to open. You're located. You're, you're located. Your uh, soon to be locations like downtown, right? Yeah. It's that's a beautiful. great location. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So it's just, waiting on this so now i'm like full sin on this modeling thing because Mm -hmm. now i'm paying for all the bills of the coffee shop that should have already been open okay so i'm kind of shot myself in the foot but it's working out i'm i'm always been like hustler to the max i mean it sounds like it yeah yeah, so (laughs) i make it work well it'd be way less of a stress or burden on me once the coffee shop actually opens and those bills pays for themselves yes it's gonna be so great okay I'm making it work. Oh, yeah. Well, I fucking love that. So we talked a little bit about um, the modeling and uh, you, uh, <laughs> I'm going to transition hard here, but <laughs> the uh, you're a pretty open uh, person when it comes to like uh, sexuality and sex talk and stuff like that. And the first time we actually met in person, uh, we were drinking, of course, and you told me about a time, and I just love this story so much, about a time you went to like a sex club. Yes. And to me... Every time I think of like I don't I don't know if it's called an orgy or a sex club or whatever swingers uh, club. swingers club okay yeah. I'm sorry sorry <laughs> sorry, to the, right. sorry to that community <laughs> pineapples yeah, exactly, only <laughs> exactly yeah exactly sorry but I always think of communities like that where it's like the episode of Always Sunny where it's like they're just everybody's like in masks and out of shape and just eating trays of like chicken wings <laughs> and stuff so please tell me that's accurate that's nothing <laughs> ah, like what it was like that's, that's why I don't go that's why I, I don't wish go. that it would have been <laughs> <laughs> that's why I don't go to these things so but I. I did find your experience really funny. So take us through, like, when you go to a swingers club or party, whatever it was, uh, what's what's to be expected? Like, what is that community like? Well, apparently the night that I went, it was not the norm. Okay. So just keep that in mind while okay. I'm telling the story that this is not how it usually is, supposedly. Because okay. I've talked... F- for better or worse, though. Like, is Usually it- it's a lot better. In my oh, experience, okay. it wasn't that good. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So, yeah, that's... But I've heard from other swingers that okay. go to these things all the sure. time. So I trust them. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> I think they know what they're talking about. That's right. So I was bored one night. So my, me and my ex split my daughter half mm-hmm. and half. So like she gets her one week and I get her one week. So okay. on the weeks that I don't have her, I mean, I was single, newly single, 
kind of like getting into the whole modeling thing. I was new to Texas. Mm-hmm. I didn't have one single friend. Well, I had one friend. She mm-hmm. was amazing. And, but she's definitely not the type to go to a swingers club. <laughs> so I didn't invite her. What a prude. <laughs> no, she's an awesome prude. But, um, we're like literally complete opposite. She's yeah. super religious and I'm like extremely not religious, right. but I really like respect everybody's beliefs and sure. stuff. So we get along really well and she's a great person. Okay. Bring her to the swingers club <laughs> yeah <laughs> that would be actually hilarious um so i'm bored at night and i'm like ha- i like to dance okay and but i wasn't really feeling like going to a club club because i already know how those are and i was like i don't really want to like deal with a bunch of dudes sure okay i'm like a single girl like the swingers club i know that there's gonna be wives there right and i'm like Hell well yeah. even even before going you had to be like a little intimidated because again you're going alone yeah to like what's essentially like a sexual community and you're just kind of like oh it's gonna be a bunch of it must be like feeling like just going to the back to the barracks you know <laughs> like, well i had heard a lot of things about the swingers i did my research on it first. Oh, for sure yeah. and actually i heard like it's a really cool um group and really cool community and like even though it is like sexual whatever mm-hmm. it's actually really not oh like they're super respectful it's just like it's very uh, very consensual type stuff sure type oh, i'd imagine so yeah. yes so it's like you're never gonna do anything you don't want to do right. and like where as the real world is like still a pretty sexual community but then True. it's just like it's kind of like a free-for-all you yeah. know like, <laughs> like if you go to a club or a club or a bar yeah it's like if you especially i spend a lot of time where i'm not drinking mm-hmm. and it's like watching animals like really, oh yeah to truly. be to be the sober one amongst the drunks is like jane goodall with the apes like it's fascinating yes, yes. yeah, yeah. No, i agree so okay i'm driving there first of all it's an hour drive from where because okay. i lived in a super small town when i first moved to yeah. texas yep. so i'm like driving in an hour away to go uh, by myself <laughs> uh, i looked it up it said you don't wear underwear that's the only rule. That's the rule for the ladies to get in free, which I was like. How do you prove that? You just show? You just have to show it. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I swear. And then me, I'm also a super curious person. Like, I'm, I really like to do everything at least once. Yeah. And, like, experience life to the fullest. Mm-hmm. And it being to a, going to a swingers club is something I've never done before. So, I'm like, sure. I really want to know. I feel like I could have been a journalist, you know, because, like, I, I just love, like, going and really putting myself in other people's shoes Mm -hmm. to see why they do the, what they do. Okay. Which has been really good in my life and really bad in my life. So So you get, you get, this is a good one. Yeah. Yeah. You get to the front door, the bouncer's like ID and you're like, boom, vagina. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. So I'm wearing like this lacy black dress and I just pull up. Well, Oh, I had my underwear on. Oh, cause I was like, there's no fucking way that's true. Oh, okay. So, but then I'm in line and there's this couple, two couples in front of me and both of them. Is this like a gr- house or like a club or? It's a club. Okay. Gotcha. And both of the girls pull up their dresses and aren't wearing underwear. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, this is real. Is that the same for the dudes? No. What do they have to do? Just show up with a girl? They have to pay the money. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I'm so I mean, sick sh- of this girl- patriarch. No, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. I do feel bad that guys have to pay for literally like oh, a guy, a single dude was trying to get in mm-hmm. and um, he was like, 
they're like, how much? He's like, how much is it? And they're like, one hundred fifty dollars really? for just him, because they don't really want a bunch of single dudes in there. For a, well, that's tr- I get that, but also like, I would rather just hang dong to a stranger than pay one hundred fifty dollars personally. Exactly. Yeah, but okay. he did it. He, yeah. he went into the club. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happened to him, so he yeah. basically wasted his money. But yeah, exactly. Um, so I get there. I'm like, okay. I guess I'm taking my underwear off. So mm-hmm. I took my underwear off in line, showed them whatever. Throw it, threw it in the bushes. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> to me, if I could live in a nudist colony, I would like, okay. I love being nude. Like I, sure. I really think that the body is super overly sexualized, which is just how oh, it mean, is. For sure. Yeah. So I can't like get mad that that's how it is. I mean, yeah. it, it, bodies are pretty fucking sexy, but mm-hmm. I do like enjoy being in the nude. And if the, if society was a little different, Mm-hmm. I'd be totally fine with just like walking around with nothing as long as it's hot outside not cold <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that go ahead <laughs> okay so we get in to well I was talking to the couple in front of me they're okay. like what are you doing here because apparently a single girl going into a swingers club is called a unicorn oh wow so okay. I was a unicorn oh my god Woo! <laughs> wrote about it in my diary That's that right. night of course and uh, they're like, okay, what are you doing here? And I told them my story. I'm like, you know, I'm new to Houston. I've always wanted to see what a swingers club was like. I feel like this is the only opportunity I'm going to get. Because, like, <laughs> when else are you single alone? True, <laughs> you know? So they're like, wow, that's so cool. So we had the best conversation. Like, really good people. They did not try to hook up with, with me at all. Yeah, I, I, I'd imagine it's a little bit more mature of a crowd. Because we're all, we're, like I was there. I feel like they're all there for the same reason but it's not like it's not like when you're in a club where it's like i could or i couldn't it's like the idea of hooking up is there yes so you don't need to like put on a show or you can just relax and like when it happens it happens yeah it's very organic yeah it it's no like, yeah. not forced at all okay but there was nobody there it was like me and that couple and then like this one old milf woman hey there. where was Bam, it girl. where was this at <laughs> <laughs> she was sexy as hell and she got dancing in the on the dance floor but there was really only like 10 people so that's where I say I guess that's oh, different. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Apparently, Fridays are dead. and sa- So, okay, if anybody wants to go to a swinger club and you mm-hmm. want it to be like the actual experience, okay. go on a Saturday. Saturday. Okay, got it. <laughs> Not Friday. Gotcha. Writing it down. Yep. <laughs> Friday is just like chill. Just go. It's kind of like Friday is like the prep night. Like if you just want to mm. go and casually meet people and talk and hang out, it's mm. kind of like the, the foreplay. Gotcha. Okay. I could be completely wrong about all this. <laughs> But this is just what I'm gathering. I just, just for wordplay sake, I like Friday foreplay. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. Oh yeah, we'll go with Friday that. foreplay. So you're, you show up at Friday foreplay and you're just like, there's like 10 people here. What's what's kind of the scene? Like the logistics? Like what are the rooms? What's going on? Okay, so it's badass. Oh, okay. It's like <laughs> the room is huge. The dance floor. There's a, there's a bar. So you have to bring your own liquor. Okay, I can see that. That makes sense. Clubs. That makes sense to me for some reason. Which I think is so cool. Yeah. Because then, I mean, I fucking hate spending $10 Yeah, me too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then always, like, if you do have a dude buy you a drink, you have to deal with him fucking lingering around you the rest mm. of the night. So I never let guys buy me drinks at the bar. So then it's just a way. I, and I'm like, I don't like blowing money like that, especially on alcohol. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So to me, this was great. I'm like, <laughs> this is a plus. I mean, I'm not having any weird things happening to me. I'm able to dance. I'm able to watch this hot milk girl dance. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking my own drinks. That mm-hmm. So they, they went and... Um, they w- the couple I was hanging out with, the guy, went and got some wine for us. Oh, nice. Okay. So that was super sweet. That was very nice, yeah. And so, the okay, the, the layout. So, yeah, big dance club. And then in the back. Okay, so they, <laughs> they take you on a tour when you first go there. Oh, good. Especially unicorns, they said. <laughs> so <laughs> she takes me to the back. There, dude, there's a shower 
like think of the most the biggest shower you've ever seen okay like the shower was probably the size of this room Oh, really? How oh, big wow. do you think this room is? I don't, I'm it's bad the, with it. It's the biggest shower I've ever seen. Yeah, no, I mean, that what we're sitting in is like a full-blown like conference room. So. Conference room yeah. size shower. Interesting. Mm-hmm. How, many, how many hoses? Three. Three. Three for the whole room? I think. Oh, Shannon, this, is where, this is where the bad memory comes <laughs> oh, into okay, play. Yeah. But yeah, I would say there was about three and there were like the square oh, ones, yeah, yeah. the super nice ones. Nice. And it was like rock. You know, kind of like waterfall vibes. Oh, okay. It was really cool. That's what's up. And I was like, yes, like <laughs> I, I'm going to see some people shower. Because I'm not going to lie. I was like kind of like I was not planning on hooking up with anybody. I did mm. not want to hook up with anybody. But I did want to watch people hook up. I was creep. I wanted That's to be up. a creep. That's what's up. So I was like, yes, people are going to shower in this thing. Like This is going to be great. So then the next room is called a voyeurism room mm-hmm. where you go in and you know that people are going to watch you. Yeah. And then there's a bunch of rooms um, that are just to go hook up. And then there's a room that you have to do something if you're going in it. Uh, oh, okay. Like, you can't just go in there and hang out. Like, like a hookup room, you have to... You d- have to... If you're going in that room, you're going in, you mean business. Okay. Like, you're going to... Is there, is there any, like, kind of privacy? Is it all no. very open? That's the voyeurism room. Oh, gotcha. And... Then there's a BDSM nerd no, just oh my God. There's, not. <laughs> there's a Jeez. fucking dungeon. <laughs> my God. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> this dominatrix girl just exactly, comes out yeah. and starts whipping you. Yeah. $150, no thank you. <laughs> no, it was just that. And there was nobody in those rooms. Yeah. So, yeah. And then the... Should I tell the part about when I left? Or? Yeah, for okay, sure. Okay, yeah. so I had literally i'm telling you two sips of wine okay like i was especially this new experience i'm not gonna get drunk and like have anything bad happen to me like i'm very super hyper aware of my surroundings Mm -hmm. and super hyper aware of like what i do especially because i do do a lot of things alone like Mm -hmm. i go on a lot of alone dates Mm -hmm. so i'm very always like making sure that i'm good sure and i drive home and i've always been a speeder (laughs) Again, I only had two sips of wine. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so I swear, I promise. And I've always been a speeder and I'm listening to my music and I don't know, I'm looking over there. I'm no, just no, trying to no, think no. I'm trying to think of my story. So <laughs> um what is that noise? I don't know. I'm not editing this either. I told you. It's too much work. <laughs> Hopefully the building doesn't just fall. That's like my biggest. I fear better say if here. we're about to die in here, I better save this. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and like lightning. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's bad to be by windows with lightning. That, I mean, yeah, everything is windows here. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not fucking going anywhere in this place. Okay, where where was I? Yeah, you were leaving the club. Leaving the club, a couple glasses of a couple sips of glass. Not a couple glasses. Oh couple, no, <laughs> couple sips. You're going to jail. And. Speeding, mm-hmm. don't do that. It's an hour drive, so I was just trying to get home. I was pretty tired. Yeah, what time of night was this? Yeah, this is at like two in the morning. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I'm exhausted. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm speeding I, an for hour sure away, yeah, so yeah. I'm like just ready to get the fuck home. Yep. Of course, I get pulled over, <laughs> which is fine. But the way that this cop handled it was fucking horrible, and it was the worst experience I ever had. I don't mean to. I just go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so first of all, remember I was going to a swingers club and I was wearing lingerie. Yeah. What if it was, wh- I, I hate to stop you, but what if it was like, uh, you get pulled over and it's the cop that introduced you to the fleet. <laughs> it's that same Dude, guy. Oh, <laughs> I would lose my fucking money. He's like, are you a homosexual? You a homosexual? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> I want to say his name so bad, but I won't. No, I won't no, do it. I won't we do don't it. do that here. <laughs> I hope he's not a cop. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's not. Oh, thank God. Um, um oh i actually don't know but i'm hoping not to yeah okay so, okay you get pulled over and you're wearing lingerie I'm wearing lingerie <laughs> it's not like lingerie okay now people are gonna be thinking some crazy shit like it was yes. a black dress but oh, okay. a, well, it was like a lingerie you know like an old person slip dress oh, like what gotcha. like they show in movies of like the older lady wearing to bed okay yeah, but yeah. it's kind of sexy still sure it was yeah. that all older ladies going to bed is sexy. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> <Of course>. <laughs> <laughs> so I was wearing that and um, I had put my underwear back on. So that's right, good. Right. And he's like, ma'am, have you had anything to drink? And I said, no, because okay. you're not supposed to ever. I, I don't want to get in trouble for saying yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not supposed to say when you had <laughs> anything sure, to yeah, drink. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's what I've always learned is that if you did, because my friend, she same situation had a couple sips of wine and then it said that she did oh well yeah that's and fair. she got a dui okay so, so i'm like i'm not getting a fucking dui i'm brand new mom like, yeah. just getting started with my career being back a little bit like mm-hmm. just got out of not having no money i'm not getting a fucking dui yeah yeah when i had two sips of wine <laughs> so i said no and then he's like ma'am are you on drugs oh wow which my personality, especially when I'm tired, I'm pretty like weird. I'm a weird person. You are, yes. Like people have thought that I've been on drugs a little more than I'd like to admit. When, and that's fair. <laughs> yeah. So, but I'm not. I'm just fucking weird. <laughs> okay. Uh, so he's like, are you on drugs? I'm like, oh my God, this fucking question. No, yeah, I'm yeah. not on drugs. And then I guess I just looked guilty. I'm shaking because I'm nervous. Like, I'm getting pulled over. So he's like, can I see your um, insurance, which is Mm -hmm. on my phone? Right. And I'm like, you can't see my hand right now, but it was literally like, looked like my hand was having a seizure. Yeah, yeah. And I'm giving him the phone and showing him that I have insurance. (laughs) And then he's like, ma'am, I'm going to need you to step out of the car. Oh, wow. And I have my fucking laundry on. I'm like, okay. (laughs) And it's like windy as hell outside. So, anyways, I don't mean to laugh, but I I need to see the dash cam footage. (laughs) Right, this would be hilarious. So I get out of the car. I'm standing on the side of the road, two in the morning, and he's like, "Ma'am, I'm gonna give you one more chance to let me know if you've done any um drugs tonight." Right. He used more like cop lingo like yeah, sure narcotics or some shit he said something <laughs> like that but I, he basically was just saying like if you don't admit that you're doing drugs i'm gonna have a female come search you oh okay i was like i have not done any drugs i have not done any drugs please have a female come search me yeah. i don't give a shit yeah i just want to go home I, and i i did i'm not gonna lie i started crying okay no, well, i mean it's fair i enough. was like fucking i just I, what I, I told him everything dude I, I, <laughs> like i'm a new mom i actually run a nonprofit, and i just don't have any friends here and i just wanted to go to this swingers club and i'm wearing my lingerie and i'm just nervous right now and i just want to go home and he's like okay and yeah. he's, he's like well, old, I'm a- he's like oh that old story yeah, <laughs> yeah. pretty much yeah. And he's like i'm gonna search your car yeah yeah of course so this yeah. guy goes and puts fucking gloves on and starts searching my car i'm mm. like oh, this is Okay, I do have friends that are cops, and sure. this is just unnecessary. As yeah, I, I, whatever. Like, whatever. <laughs> it's whatever they think they should do. So, sure, obviously, yeah. this cop really thought I was, like, on some crazy shit. I mean, it, in his, de- just the script, I, I, I wouldn't <laughs> say you're on drugs, but, like, it's the funniest descriptor because it's, like, you're in, like, 
like it's a, a weird situation. like an off-broadway like gone with the wind you're in this like fucking <laughs> yeah. like this dress and you're like shaking and you're nervous and you're like oh <laughs> yeah it was very strange <laughs> i have to admit so he charged me my car yeah. nothing but baby wipes and diapers there's no drugs in there makes sense yeah. and so he's like okay i'm gonna let you go um have a good night no girl came and searched me and nothing. oh wow he just said whatever so he must have realized like i'm really not lying like <laughs> i'm just fucking crazy so i go home go to sleep and that was it <laughs> <laughs> that's the end of the story <laughs> I don't know how many podcasts you've done, but that's a perfect way to end a story. Yeah, I remember I said the ending is always awkward for me as so I'm just abrupt. <laughs> just get it fucking done with. That's funny. Okay, well, <laughs> it caught me off guard. <laughs> um, okay, so, yeah, no, I, I I do think that story is so funny because it, it went from just, like, the ultimate highs of just, like, uh, of adrenaline and anxiety of doing something new and, like, exciting into the just absolute lows. You're on the side of the road in this, in this, like, nightgown. Like, Would still uh, definitely do it again. Though. Yeah, of course. I mean, of course, yeah. Uh, I need the location of this place, but... <laughs> Dude, I uh, yeah. tell you, it's really uh, cool. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to pay the 150 I haven't gone since oh, okay yeah well, i never went on a saturday saturday's coming up so i you know i got i'd never do anything so <laughs> all right how long has it been going on <laughs> <laughs> that story kind of takes that yeah no no it like, was exhausting yeah no i uh no I, I mean that's pretty much it with you i no I, I appreciate you coming on um you've always been uh really funny and like really entertaining so i thought like what a perfect idea to have you on the show because i mean you're just you're someone who can talk and, and paint a picture and you have things to plug and stuff so i definitely appreciate you coming on but i did want to say at the very end i told you we do the workout of the day so do you have a workout for the listeners yeah so well the main if I have a whole program, obviously. I'm not oh gonna say God. the program, but it, the Cube is the best program I've ever done. Okay, it's a powerlifting program. I would recommend searching it. Uh, you can just Google it. I'm pretty sure. Okay. So the Cube. So the Cube. But <laughs> as far as just like a r- just regular good old workout, mm-hmm. I'm I'm on super light weights. I can't powerlift anymore. Okay. Because my neck is fucked up. Sure. Like, super fucked up. Um. So I just do really light weights. I do like I call it mom workouts. Okay. So I do just like really a high rep, high, uh, low weights. Okay. Um, today I did, what did I do? Oh, I did chest. So I did the Smith machine chest. Okay. And then super light weights, busted out 20 for three. Okay. And then I did incline, super light. Um, I think I did 10 by three. Okay. And then I did some good old. Um, cables. Cables. Yes. Yep. Cables. And then tricep cables, tricep extensions with cables. And then that like super, you know, you're old as fuck machine when you're going to like the sit down ones for the tricep. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I did that. Cause I was like, you know that I'm going to tear that bitch up <laughs> and I have to like, I hate working out now Yeah. because I was, I'm like a very big go big or go home kind of sure. person. And like, I just feel like my workouts are so lame. And then when I was, Oh, I got into pole dancing. Oh, okay. There and you go. Yeah. I loved that, but then I literally fell in my house. The pole <laughs> fell. I have a video. If you want to see it on um, me falling, my dog's reaction is hilarious. But I put up the pole. Apparently, I didn't put it up right in my house. 
and I fucking ate shit and I almost died. And I was doing inverts, which is where you go upside down. I was doing yeah. those earlier. Okay. So I'm so glad I was not inverted when I fell. You were not inverted. Okay. Yeah, good. I was regular. I was straight up and down, <laughs> <laughs> head, head towards the sky and <laughs> fell and I was horrible. So I don't know. I guess with working out, it's still, I always tell people like it's not going to be fun always mm-hmm. and then you still should do it yeah yeah no I, and no, my absolutely. neck hurts and i still do it i get that my body's just broken but no i, I think um for me uh, again i don't want to go down rabbit hole but like for me working out there needs to be a purpose behind it so like if i were someone like you who i mean working out just to stay in shape i could lose motivation i get that like for me i have to work out because you know i'm still active duty and i have kids i'm training to work out yes so, like i have to at least look the part and know what i'm talking about so that kind of keeps me going on those days where i'm like why the fuck am i you know i'm, th- That's why I get I'm on 32 so years old like i'm not you know i don't need to be fucking lifting heavy and trying to fucking do See, all I this crazy you're old nah, I, i'm 54 but <laughs> i say 32 for the audience <laughs> he's like benjamin Button. He's that's right yeah, yeah i'm aging backwards <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But no, yeah. but it's important to have a purpose. I mean, that's why. So I've I've applied for Survivor the last three years. Oh, well, God damn it, Shane! I was trying to rap. <laughs> yeah. So, but this time they actually had an audition in Dallas, so oh, okay. I actually drove there. Oh, okay. And I actually like in person auditioned. Okay. Supposedly, this is what's fucked up. This is so weird. They said they're not going to let me know for years. Years plural. Yeah. Because they're casting for like seasons in the future. Okay. So they're like, I was like, okay, um, if you get back to me, when would it be? They're like, oh, it could be yours. Oh, it could be. So yours. I think that's that just means a, that yeah. that thing that's them telling you you didn't get it. Yeah, exactly, hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> if you didn't get the, you'll hear from us soon. Then you're. I know. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. It's so funny. I uh, years ago uh, when I was stationed in Virginia Beach. I got offered because my Instagram was starting to grow. Then and I got offered to do Naked and Afraid. No way! I did. And did you do it? So yeah, no, oh. I'm a big star. No, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, uh, the only reason I didn't is because they needed me to take 30 days of leave, which my command wouldn't let me do. Oh my god! Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, I, I have a very jokey kind of sense of humor, so I feel like I would just show up on Naked and Afraid, and I would not take it serious. So I feel like it's probably better for them that I didn't do it. Like I know they want military people and stuff, but. I would show up, just get naked, and be like, "This is stupid." Dude, <laughs> I'm just, you know what I mean? I would just make fun of it the whole time. So I've never seen that show. Me either, but I, from what I know, it's you get naked and you survive in the wilderness with another naked person. That's it. Oh, so it's you and another person. Yeah. Oh, that's not bad. I could never do alone. Right, naked and alone. That's just the story of my life. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's you. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. I'm gonna wrap now. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, where can where where can they find you? Website, socials, all that stuff. Okay. So the main one is at Shan the Happy Bean Girl at S H A N the yeah Happy Bean uh-huh. Girl. Perfect. And then uh, for the Happy Bean Project, it's the Happy Bean Dot Project. And then Coffee and Hot Teas is Coffee and Hot Teas. Perfect. All right. Well, thanks again for doing this. And uh, yeah, as always, stand by for more.